Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Suslanko, pastor of the community of St. Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's Faith Formation Office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isidoreandmaria.org. Today, we present Season 1, Episode 2 of this podcast. We will hear Father Mark's homily from December 24th, 2017, the fourth Sunday of Advent in Year B. The Gospel reading for today is Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. Let us listen now to that reading, then hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And, coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great, and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. We live in a world that can often be unfriendly, violent, and even somewhat volatile. It seems as each day passes, there's another corner of our environment that is percolating with some other measure of conflict. There's an uneasiness that lies in the hearts of many. We can feel it even in our own country. Something simply is not right. Something is out of whack. And while we can point to many different things that could possibly be the cause, no one thing really opens up an answer to what is really wrong. We look to all of the conflicts, the divisions, 
the questions, the doubts, and even the violence that seems to be a part of everyday life. And we may find ourselves wondering, why isn't God doing something more about all of this? If God is, most assuredly, he would want to respond in some kind of dramatic way that would fix this all once and for all. But then we gather tonight on a very holy night in the presence of a manger celebrating the birth of a child. A normal birth, much like every other human birth, no eloquence and no fanfare. We can assume that someone passing by that manger that night might not see much out of the ordinary other than a couple in need giving birth to a love of their life. God didn't open the heavens, shower down thunder, or shake the earth. Nothing catastrophic happened on that holy night other than a simple birth. But yet it was a birth that forever changed the course of history, changed the lives of humanity, and indeed changed our lives as well. A birth that had a ripple effect over time that consistently continued and continues to make sense and ring true to the human condition. Often in our lives, we look at the question of belief in God and almost expect God to come into our world, into our existence, in some dramatic, catastrophic way. We can almost find ourselves making the very bold statement, Lord, if you are, then do something. Change it. Move it. Make it better. And it's very easy when thinking that God comes in the extraordinary to almost lose faith or at least be tepid about our faith. It's easy then to put the whole question of God on the back burner and get on with the other things in our life that seemingly make more sense, those things that we can control, those things we can exercise power over, those things we can influence. If we're ever going to get serious about our faith, serious about what we celebrate here tonight, then we really need to wrestle with a big question 
that has very deep implications. And the question is this. What is God doing in your life? What is God doing in your life? If we cannot answer that question with some measure of concreteness, then our faith is always going to be something that we really can't wrap our arms around or invest into. We need to struggle and answer with that question, what is God doing in my life, in a way that makes sense to us and makes the thought of God real in our hearts. To begin to answer that question, we cannot look outside of ourselves. The answer to that question is not found in the extraordinary. It's not found in the favors that we think God is doing for us. The answer to that question goes far deeper, but is as ordinary as the very birth we celebrate tonight. What is God doing in your life? Well, there are three things that God is doing in the life of every human being. Three things. And these three things are things that we often overlook and take for granted. Three places that we can look to see what God is doing is this. The first is love. The second is hope. And the third is faith. Love, hope, and faith. All of us know how precious the virtue of love really is. We know how much it builds up our lives, how it fills an emptiness, an ache. What we don't realize very often, however, is that our ability and capacity to love is not something we do on our own. It's not something for which I am solely responsible or something that just comes in the package of being human. Our ability to love is a gift that is given directly to us by God. Because God is love. And the very ability of a human being to love in the first place is because God is loving in us. Love. It allows us to order our human relationships. It allows us to view ourselves in the way that God sees us and allows us to love God as the creator and the source of our lives. 
hope. You know, all of us have struggled with life in one way, shape, form, or another. I'm sure all of us have stories when we've kind of been pushed to that edge, when all of a sudden, the life that was making sense no longer does, and the bottom falls out from what we know to be true and certain. Maybe illness has come our way. Maybe someone we love is struggling with something catastrophic. Maybe we lost our job. Or maybe some other hopes and dreams are falling apart. And we're pushed to that brink of despair. And we can almost feel ourselves crying out in agony because we don't know whether we can continue or work through. But then we get up one morning and there's this little ray of hope. This sense that if I put two feet on the floor and continue to walk, that I will get through this and all will be well again. That ray of hope is not something we produce on our own. That ray of hope is a gift from God. It is God telling us in his own divine and holy way that he's given us the resources to do what we need to do to live life in a way that is holy and healthy and faith. How often is it the case that we find ourselves really moving into a place of doubt, where we look at humanity and we wonder what really is going to come of all of this? We can allow the stories of violence, the stories of conflict, the stories of division to really weigh us down. We can find ourselves beginning to doubt in the presence of God and his providence. And then somewhere, somehow, in the midst of all of the darkness, comes a light. We see someone doing something incredibly heroic, responding in a way that is unbelievably based on love and in a way that is profound. That person may even be ourselves, rising to the occasion, working through something that seemed at first to be a dead end. It is God giving us the faith, the vision, and the perseverance to work through that darkness and bring light where there is no light. You see, that simple birth in Bethlehem tells us very clearly that God has blessed humanity. He has given us all that we need to have to live life well, to be his children, and to create a happy home here on earth. It's all so simple and all so ordinary.
So much so that we often fail to look at the very place where God is, to see him in the obvious, and to realize that we are loved and we are led. That's the message of Christmas. It's not found in the extraordinary, but in the very simple gifts of love, hope, and faith. If you follow those paths, you will come upon God and then see him as a vibrant, holy presence in your life, sustaining and leading you through all of the events that will unfold, both here and in eternity to come. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.